0: From the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to about movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. All your days are not belong to us. We'll do it live! Tide goes in, tide goes out. Never miss communication. Go, God! This is the
1: first
0: video blog. Over 9,000! My name is the balls
1: are don't me bro it's a trap hey everybody welcome to phoenix 32.5 fm and if you're listening to us via nerd my name is Dara connor and you're listening to nerd basis i'm joined on the line by mr Brenner o'rourke what's up bren
0: um not a lot um we sound different been...
1: we sound different this week
0: yeah we sound I like a radio we sound like a... crisp and clean like i should always sound. we sound always. like
1: an actual radio show instead of yeah an yes any, i do <laughs> An showback machine like we on the phone i have to say that was fun oh. though i enjoyed that i'm not gonna lie
0: yeah yeah and it's always nice to do a phone-in um for the just bring it back to the old school days it's weird um, it's, it's, the,
1: it's the radio like narrative me that's like hey you know there always should be some phone in yeah. segment just because it sounds more professional, but yeah. it really it doesn't. Sounds
0: real, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like um. straight off the bat, I'm a bit annoyed with YouTube because we're we're putting the stuff over on YouTube as well, and yeah. they hate copyright, like anything slightly copyrighted, They're like, no, so yeah. songs and stuff like that. So uh, we have we're gonna have a new intro. It'll probably be done um, when the show goes out, and mm. you know, all the stuff we're gonna have to use like public domain music or stuff like that. And I'm like, really. Mm. Come on, um, yeah. You know, I don't know. I just the like, this copyright al- algorithm thing is ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I, don't, I I don't even think we'd get away with doing uh, the Cash for Gold song from uh, from South Park, which no. is you know very imitatable. Yeah,
1: um, <laughs> just because it's too um,
0: because it's just humming, basically yeah. what the song is. But it's like, it, it's yeah.
1: it's crazy. Like Twitch don't mind, and you know we stream on Twitch. Like well, I stream yeah. on Twitch pretty much every yeah. day, but uh, I, you know if we're recording the show or whatever it usually goes out on Twitch and they don't mind but um, and same with the, the podcast feeds and that but you know just for just to avoid the issues that comes that's why if it sounds a bit different with the music we're using that's why um, mm. but guys yeah if you have anything you want us to bring up or talk about you can actually reach us over on there to know media.com. there's a contact uh, email address and stuff like that so it's never been easier to actually message us yeah. and let us know what's going
0: on uh this yeah. is the you second always show- at us too um, no, no don't 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 at me <laughs> at, as always ladies and gentlemen at him him <laughs> him hard. uh the WDV, uh, what was it uh at dara wv that's it uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Well, it, i'm a good friend, <laughs> good friend.
1: <laughs> uh you can also uh reach us on nerd two the number two uh no What's it, uh, 92.5. So that's our um, other Twitter account. And here's the thing this is the second show that the folks are getting on the feed. Cause uh, we did one with Dave. I did one with Dave Roberts there uh, on Sunday, mm. and that was a fun. That was a fun show. I haven't talked with Dave in over like three years, so <laughs> that's just, so cool though, man. Yeah, yeah, man. It was just like you know, bringing back
0: all the lads from the desk yeah. who hate wrestling now. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's so like I mean, I don't know why, but like the last like uh, we, couple of weeks, like there's been this nice theme of uh, of uh, seeing old friends come up, like because uh, Young Justice came back for the first time mm. in about since what 2012 yeah I feel like the last season was and it's it's came back and it's been like that old friend where you go where you're like oh it's been a while since I've seen them I wonder if it's gonna be weird and you're like no it's like no time has passed whatsoever this is awesome well that's
1: Clone Wars is coming up in the summer as well same thing Hmm. Clone Wars
0: yeah yeah absolutely and like um I don't know like have you have you did you watch Young Justice when it was on
1: uh I didn't watch it when it was on I watched it after retroactively so, yeah yeah. so okay. it's the same with teen titans um yeah. the initial teen titans I, I didn't catch when they were on
0: but i watched yeah. subsequently and i really like yeah. them it's like i mean so like you're able to watch the the new season uh, yep. the new season pretty much live pretty yeah. much straight in yeah it's like i mean um from to me young justice is the best uh dc animated show that isn't batman the animated series
1: mm, controversial and, but yeah, it's kind of yeah, but I mean it,
0: like you're basically saying... like you're basically all you have to really compare it to in terms of like quality after after the Batman the animated series is the Justice League series. Not Justice oh, League is good but that's, and that's it really. Teen Titans is good though. Like the... Teen no, Teen, Teen Titans is really really good um but no, not, I, no, I, not, not I think Teen Titans like going storytelling go, story quality to... Uh, young justice that just really edges it over for me yeah i think um, it's
1: because it is that kind of it walks that line that yeah. um x-men you know x-men the evolutions walked it was around the same yeah. time where it's kind of like more adult and kid friendly but yeah. still you kids go on it's
0: it. also like oddly uncompromising in going oh mm-hmm. you just really have to like accept that there's been that there's stuff that isn't really going to get explained for you here um I, most shows I would really hate it, but for some reason, there's something about Young Justice that makes me go. Actually, I kind of really like this here. It's one of those yeah. things that should never work, but somehow did on this one occasion. It's the time frame uh, it came out in. Yeah, but it's like it's also like I think in any time frame it came out in, it would have been a very daring move to go in season in season two and say, "Oh yeah, we're skipping ahead five years." It's a yeah, daring true. move, true. and to like also not really explain a lot of the stuff that's different. Like, um, I like, like one of the best examples is Beast Boy, where he was in one episode as a human in the first season and he was given a blood transfusion by Miss Martian, and then the second season, he's Beast Boy, and there's no explanation for how that transformation occurred other than the fact that you go, Well, she has Martian DNA, so I guess it makes sense, and that's that's all you have to go on, like, like you know, yeah, it's like just just deal with it, yeah, just just roll with this, <laughs> like, he'll be and, grand. And yeah, I'm loving this season. I think it's really, really good. It's every bit as good as Titans is disappointing, uh, I would say. Mm, Have you seen the Titans show yet? No, I didn't. I saw the ad and I'm like, I'm not watching that. Yeah, I I watched the first two episodes um, on Netflix. And, like, I, I kind of, I'm struggling with it in the sense of going, is it good? Is it bad? And, I like it can't be all bad if I'm if I feel compelled to watch episode three, but there, I, I still have like some misgivings with um, misgivings are starting to arise, but I think that's more just because of um, there's a lot of stuff they're doing it that I find really tired mm. and like um, so like the like the one of the like pretty much the main character of the show is Dick Grayson, yeah, and the, the, he hasn't really. They haven't really explained why he left uh, Bruce, but basically, he was like, "I was kind of turning into him." So he's a bit more like Dick has always been a very, uh, very much like a a bright, sarcastic kind of guy, and now he's just a bit more brooding. And I'm not a big fan of like unless like the unless they actually do commit to the character development, being that he turns into a bright into the person he used to be. I don't really want to see the show because they're just going to do what Arrow did, where it's another bright, kind of sarcastic, kind of just like not re- like, you know, not overly serious guy who's just turned into a brooding, boring person because the show didn't know how else to write his internal conflict than just going, he broods over stuff now because it's easier. I don't know why
1: you still make a Nightwing show
0: or a Nightwing movie. But, yeah, but it's like, I mean, they basically wanted to make they basically wanted to make a show of Batman in it, but they couldn't have Batman. So they just decided to force Dick Grayson into being a Batman. And I'm not like, he I'm actually is like, figure. he actually is so, like, not,
1: he is the second best Batman ever though. To be fair.
0: Oh, totally. But he's also like, and like, he's also objectively the person that like, if you're going, well, if I had to sit down and have a coffee with either Bruce or Dick Grayson, I'd could have pick Dick Grayson, yeah, to be honest with you. Dick isn't a psychopath. He'll have a conversation with me. You know? And he isn't a psychopath. Yeah, compared to Batman, who
1: is (laughs) well, sorry, not Batman, uh, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he is a psychopath. But like, like,
0: you know what I mean, though. Like,
1: it's just like, uh, yeah. Look, uh, I'm still on the fence about it. Um, I've kind of lost faith completely with DC's live action, except for Constantine. Constantine was great, but even then, they cancelled that, and he went into Arrow, and it's like,
0: yeah. Well, it's just it's just nice to kind of like that actor got to play him. Um, still a plays of times as well. Still like plays he him.
1: But he plays him in the cartoon series as well.
0: Yeah, and he played him in um, uh, the Justice League Dark, Justice League Dark film, which yes. was really good. That was very good too, uh, actually. You know, but like, like there's it, your constant yeah.
1: though. You know, yeah. they should have made a movie about it. But DC still don't know what they're doing. I, don't, I think <laughs> with Aqu- Aquaman was a good start. Um, yeah. Shazam is coming up, coming out soon. I think that was a good start to it too. But man, I've I'm just waiting for that for that experiment to finish. I, w- I do have to say though, um, while yep. we're on the TV topic, did mm. you did you watch Channel Zero at all? Um, which again, Channel Zero uh, doesn't ring a bell. Oh man! All right. So this is probably something that no one actually watched, but it's a show that is <laughs> quite good. It's a shame really? nobody watched because it's one of the best original TV shows out there. So it's you know how creepy are, right? Yeah. Yeah, so this is a show that started a couple of years ago. It has four seasons, yeah. and it's a show about creepypastas. Okay, so, so auto-
0: to explain what a creepypasta is, yes. <laughs> to okay. those who aren't initiated, right? So basically, like, creepypasta was like a, kind of like a play on words of copy paste, um, where the idea would be that like someone would have a, a quote unquote scary story, and then people would like uh, copy and paste them all over the. Um, like all over uh, all over the internet, so like, I mean, Slenderman start is probably the most famous co- uh, creepy pasta. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, but the, yeah, there's loads of examples of it. Like, the, we, yeah, and another um, one is like uh, the haunted Pokemon games. Yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Are like, I was just, yeah. I mean, you could go down like the, there's like tons of different stuff like the haunted Pokemon games. The uh, yeah, loads for uh, video games all over. Like there was one for the the Hi Brian and all that kind of stuff yeah and like the the song the hedgehog one yeah was another yeah like this like yeah i mean you could look into the creepypasta for like five minutes or for five hours and to be honest you'll enjoy yourself just as much during that period but you won't really have learned much more past that five minutes <laughs>
1: no no but the reason why i mentioned it is because this show was quite good like it, it took the approach of actually writing writing each season in, in the vein of american horror story but focusing on the creepypasta. so the first season it started in 2015 with the first season being based on candle cove which was a show that only you know certain kids remember but it was really spooky yeah. and it's very very good you know and had this, this uh villain or was a villain but this character where it's like all made out of human teeth mm. but like oh, that's cool. if you actually look at it it's viscerally disgusting Mm. um i went off of four seasons mac Land- max landis actually uh, produced the first two seasons oh really yeah huh. um you know before it all came out it was a horrible person um, yeah you know. yeah
0: Unfor- unfortunately that happened yeah. um but look, unfortunately i'm not really i don't know like, how, d- how does that word work with that with that sentence i don't know man. you know what i'm trying to say yeah, i know it's, what you're trying to say like, it's, it's tough like
1: max max landis's accomplishments were great but i like, mean oh. it,
0: it, it, he's very much a case of like Crispin Benoit one of those people where he's you like just the, go he's
1: like a Crispin
0: wall character um I wouldn't I, I wouldn't say he's on that level of extremity no um, but in the same way where you know you know Crispin I'd, I'd say I'd pro- say it's like I kind of put him in the same kind of group as I would put like um, Louis C.K. where oh uh, like, yeah, he said, yeah. He, like he said he like um where like there's that thing of going well I kind of struggle with it because I don't really I, like my views don't fall in line with where either like where um, don't fall in line with the actions of the, those people, mm. but at the same time, we go like I just agree with them about how Superman is. It's not really like <laughs> I mean I'm I'm sure I'm sure like there are things that other horrible people have said or have said in their lifetime that I would have gone. I agree with that. Like I mean, if like if it was a case of like um if Stalin was like onions are the are the worst uh, vegetable of all i'd be like stalin is right that is true <laughs> like <laughs> you know there's not much i mean it's one of those things where like uh, I, I i think it's i think it's a shame that um uh, i think it's a shame that he tried to hide it as much as he has um but like i mean if you're a crappy person, you're going to do stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But you know, that aside anyway,
1: so the show was very well written and it yeah. went on for four seasons, but now it's officially canceled by sci-fi. So, well, they canceled the good shows. So that's part for the course. Yeah. It kind of sucks. But what I say for anyone, and this includes you, Bryn, um, mm. watch it. It's very, very good. Um, yeah. It's one of those shows where you're not expecting it to be anyway good. Mm. And then you're like, oh, this is actually excellent so yeah. you know you don't need any kind of primer or anything to watch it just sit down have a good time it's only four four seasons um, Candle mm-hmm. Cove is the first one and it's very good it, it, it's an underrated classic and you know what I think in about five ten years it will be one of those um, it'll be like Firefly where people are like oh my Our, god this yeah, is Garth a great Stark Place. yeah exactly Yeah. and one of those shows that people didn't get to watch but then found out about and all that kind of stuff so um, mm-hmm. yeah that's a bit of sad news that I saw today and it's just like oh
0: Right, yeah, whatever. well, like, uh, the, it's such a weird thing. Like, uh, sci-fi has such a bad, bad history for cancelling really, really beloved shows. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, the, the the first one that kind of pops straight into my mind is um, Stargate Universe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you know, you know why they cancelled that? Why? Smackdown Live. <laughs> Smackdown was coming to town, and they had to... Uh, free up some time on their uh, on their uh, scheduling, and uh, Universe wasn't performing, so it got the boot. And then it came SmackDown, and look how that turned out—they're not even on the network anymore. <laughs> um,
1: but but like, like you know, it, it's it's one of those things as well where I'm glad we have a way to back this up. Like you know, the same thing happened. Oh, same thing happened with Black Mirror though, where it was kind of on Channel Four, and it kind of disappeared and made of Netflix. I wouldn't be surprised if channel zero actually makes its way over to Netflix or Amazon Amazon
0: are starting to get much more competitive. Like the, um, you know, uh, like, uh, like, uh, Amazon, like uh, picked up the rights for the expanse last year and they're going to do season four. So it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. Um, and like, I'm looking forward to that because the expanse is legit, pro- legit the best, uh, sci-fi show going on television right now. Um, and if you haven't watched it, why have you not watched it? I've definitely talked about it in the last year or so.
1: Yeah, to me, Expans- is awesome.
0: Um, um, I, it's on my list. Like, yeah, but this is the problem too: is that like you go, "Oh, this show is great," and people are like, "Yeah, I have loads to watch." So, <laughs> <laughs> it's not
1: that I have loads to watch. I just have no time. That's that's yeah. The, that's but this is this is
0: what I mean: like yeah. loads to watch is like I have like my time is pretty much filled. Although what do <laughs> you have
1: to say? I was at the gym there today, and they have Wi-Fi
0: yeah so
1: i'm like oh you could actually catch up on tv here
0: yeah or so, you know what you could also do there? you could also catch up on our wonderful podcast on spotify
1: you can yes you can yeah. and if you just search nerd to know media um it will you'll be able to get every single show we've done uh, including specials that we have as well every now and then. Um, yeah, working God on I'm good at this. <laughs> working working on some uh, getting some more interviews as well, Bryn, uh, yeah, to the show. Gollum. And you know, we were reaching out to one of our um, other shows that's on Phoenix FM, and uh, we'll probably do a crossover with them in the near future. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Have to give a huge shout out to the guys over on Genius Hack. Um, a really, really, really fun show. Um, it's super, super nerdy, even more than us, because uh, they're actually talking. I am not saying something. Well, they talk about actual like science stuff. We just talk about nerdy stuff. Mm. So, uh, they have- science be praised. <laughs> <laughs> they have some good shows. Uh, one on dark matter, uh, the future of science, the rise of artificial intelligence, and are we mm. Cyborg? So they've only been going since uh, December, but they're hockeying out shows um, at a rate that puts us to shame. So yep. uh, you can get those on Spotify as well. Just looking at a uh, genius hack. So uh, mm. yeah, they're they're a good bunch of lads and a girl. Yeah. So uh, you know, fair play.
0: A great bunch of folks. A great
1: bunch of folks. So yeah, um, I have to say, man, I was playing, playing more a lot of Mortal Kombat recently. I've got super yeah. into Mortal Kombat, which is weird because I didn't think I loved Mortal Kombat so much, but I do. Right. Um and I was playing Mortal Kombat XL, so I'm almost finished I'm uh, about ninety three percent into into finishing it, and then I, I you know i been watching a bunch of videos on it uh, in general, and I'm like, wow, I think this might actually be my favorite
0: fighting series of all time. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, I personally I never had that um affiliation with it. I just had. I didn't a... think I did either. Yeah, <laughs> I just, just I just happened. found that like the I love the story, but I don't like the the mechanics or how combos are done. Um it's just I, I just never really was able to engage with it. I've much preferred um Tekken was always much more in my speed for um, for I like how the combos work in it because I feel like you can kind of figure out how the chains work mm. a bit better. Um because like when a combo doesn't work, you go like, oh it makes sense that it doesn't work. And then whereas I find that when in the way that the The Mortal Kombat games are made. The Mortal Kombat combat system works. Is that like if you don't do things exactly right, you're like, I have no idea what I did wrong here.
1: Well, see, there's a a couple things on that. Like, it's the games have changed so much that Mm. they are pretty much three different type of games. The first one is you know your '90s combat. The one that came out around the same time as Tekken. Are not the best games like deadly Alliance* and stuff like that, but the newer ones—they're yeah. just they're so fluid and fun.
0: Oh yeah, like I'm. I'm even specifically talking about the newer ones because I remember I got the I got *Mortal Kombat X*, and I also oh, okay. got the um oh the what's the *Justice League* game? That, oh *Injustice*, yeah. Injustice, I like *Injustice* yeah. a lot, actually. But like *Injustice* again has the exact same—it's uh, the same engine, like yeah, they're the uh, same game they exactly yeah, like the same, same game. game. It's just like, but like, you know what I mean? But they have the combat works where sometimes you can just do a combo and you go, like, I don't understand why I did wrong with this combo, but yeah. it didn't go through fully. And I'm not a big fan of that. Fair. Um, at the moment, actually speaking of fighting games, because um, uh, for anyone who has, a, who has a PS4, I don't know if you saw the January sale, but oh my God, there were some incredible sales going on in the sale this year. What'd you get? Um, I got US- UFC 3 for 20 quid. Wow, that's not so bad yeah well considering it's 80 yeah it's pretty good <laughs>
1: yeah no there's been there were yeah. some pretty good so i i did nab some pretty good deals over the christmas yeah. i will say the, great sale
0: the one the one thing that like disappointed me the most about uh ufc3 was that i couldn't beat the crap out of, of, CM, uh, of terrible friend cm punk um which is what i really <laughs> terrible <to> friend <laughs> oh my god
1: is that a new gimmick for your brand, terrible friend cm punk
0: uh, new gimmick new gimmick <change>? when when was he ever a good friend is what i want to know i don't
1: Um. know there was some pretty cool uh some pretty outlandish rumors there about aj lee that apparently she's she was difficult to work with too oh shocking and i'm like well she did marry him obviously they're very similar in some way or they wouldn't have stayed together so
0: yeah if you if you read the book if you read her book you're like yeah the two of you belong together like
1: <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, they're yeah. nice in person, though. To be fair, comic books shops. Oh, like
0: I mean, there's be- there's a difference between being nice to a complete stranger and like <laughs> telling a friend, "Don't worry about uh, about this court case that you could have easily avoided." I'll support you financially, and then going, "Sorry, bro, you have to pay. You have to pay a mortgage that you definitely can't afford. Like <laughs> you're on you know. your own." Yeah, that's pretty harsh like it there is a difference between the two of them like being nice to someone for five minutes and being nice to someone for five years are two very different things fair
1: fair but speaking of some bad news i will have to say actually uh dude i'm devastated by this this really sucks Mm
0: -hmm.
1: microsoft is going to end support for windows 7 next year yep why because that's what they do like everybody likes Windows Seven. Nobody Everyone likes Windows 8. XP
0: too. But like that didn't stop them from any support with it.
1: Yeah, I know. But Windows XP was banjaxed. You know, Windows Seven is great. I'm using Windows Seven now as we speak, and I love it. You know, I think it's yeah. great. And if I put Windows, if I put Windows Ten on this PC, it'll kill it dead. So I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, totally. But that's what, what like, am I supposed
0: because, to do? Like, you know, um, oh, there's really, really simple solution for you, Dara.
1: I'm not gonna put Linux on it. I have my Linux machines but Dara yeah it needs to turn <laughs> it needs to become a Linux host a Linux host actually um we just have a Linux segment every week where we just <laughs> this week's watch <laughs> this week in Linux or Linux watch I think they're pretty cool um, oh, yeah God. so there was a good series on YouTube where your man actually is like hey I'm gonna you know get the worst machine I can and you know upgrade it so he took his yeah. absolute piece of garbage and uh, <laughs> it upgraded it to okay specs and then he ran Hannah Montana Linux on it he's like look how great this is I'm sorry and he apologized yeah. You know, this is just a Bieber distro as well. Oh, that's. I'm not surprised.
0: Yeah, I, I saw it and I can It's like Bibian, That's what it's called. Oh my God. Bebean, of course. <laughs> Bebean. I love it. <laughs> I saw like a Reddit thread about that where someone was like, um, like why would someone any why would anyone think that's a good idea to make that it's like because it's really funny it's like <laughs> look at this person thinking that making a distro for a pop star is really funny <laughs> like <laughs> uh,
1: like i you know there's actually um i was trying to do something there during the week uh and i didn't want to put full ubuntu on on the vm mm. so i started looking for lightweight vms and uh lubuntu which is like yep. low linux it's actually great. It runs so nice. But now I, I did just put full Ubuntu on it because I needed it yeah. um, to install Rails on it, and uh, oh it works so like it's incredible how little RAM and resources it actually needs to run yep. perfectly on a VM. Well, compared and to and then Windows, there's
0: right? like um, L L Ubuntu, which is yeah, smaller even, again. Like, even smaller again, yeah. and um, oh, it's great. Like I mean. It's, it's like it's, uh, for anyone who has like a an old lap an old laptop and they're going well like what can I do like put on Lubuntu uh, put on Ubuntu onto it and yeah there's it's help. a question that I see a lot you know people are where like oh
1: I sh- should I scrap my old laptop and it's like no um, or even a desktop because you know, as long as you can do it actually we have the same thing here at home where we have a, a desktop that's you know XP yeah. right a ran XP and it's just sitting there and we're talking about stripping it and turning it into a NAS. Um, yeah. Which is something you can do. You can get Open Media Vault, which is a Linux distro as well, and it just turns the whole thing into a network, basically a private cloud. Yep. So um, you know that's something that we're looking at doing, and I would say you know do that, yeah. unless you
0: VPN to that in the way you go.
1: Yeah. Like, well, unless you need a computer, you know. If you need a computer, then install Ubuntu or, you know, what what's yeah. it? Um, Last O X is open source one as well, and then there's one. Yeah. Um, there's loads of different, loads of different uh, Zorin That's also looks yeah. like wi- Windows. I don't know. There's just weird resistance towards the Linux for some reason. We talked about before we went on air yeah. that in the in the workforce, the IT workforce, like twenty
0: percent of people have Linux. Yeah, but it's, it's crazy. I think, um, I think it's one of those... because like it's just seen as a bit chaotic and a bit. Um, like a bit of a head wreck. And like to be to be fair, like I have Ubuntu on, uh, on a partition on my machine mm. and I have to reinstall the driver's Wi-Fi card every two weeks. <laughs> I don't know why. Fair enough. I have to do it every two weeks and it's really annoying and there's no help for it online and it's really annoying. And then I could go. I just get frustrated and go putting on Windows again, and then I put on Windows, and Windows runs fine, which is really annoying because I want to use I want to use my Ubuntu partition. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, Windows runs fine until it doesn't, and stuff like this is one of the times when it doesn't. And I'm like, I like Windows Seven. Leave Windows Seven alone. Like I heard that they were going to bring out.
0: Leave seven alone.
1: <laughs> they were going to bring out a uh, support where you could pay yearly or something like that. For it. if Windows brought out like a ten-year pack where you'd pay like, yeah. a fixed fee of like forty euro for support, I'd pay that.
0: Yeah, but you know, it wouldn't no? Be...
1: It would be ridiculous amount of money. It'd be like yeah. you know, forty euro, forty euro a year, and I'm you'd like, be basically no.
0: paying enterprise prices yeah. for a home
1: for a home OS. But like ridiculous. what's it numbers came out there that Windows ten actually did take over seven around the world recently, so Yeah, you know, there is that. But I don't know, like it's just it's frustrating that you know, I'm probably gonna either have to put ten or risk putting ten on this or else strip it down to Linux because it's just like
0: Yeah, well, you know what you're gonna do then, strip it down to Linux. Yeah, please. probably. <laughs>
1: uh it's just annoying. But hey, th- you know, for anyone who we lost there, it's like what's Linux? It's like guys Seriously, Linux is cool. Actually, speaking of which, I had a um, Raspberry Pi there and I wanted to figure out how to SSH into it uh, without yep. using Wi-Fi. Uh, you yeah. can SSH yeah.
0: into so it via again, So SSH, this is a oh, yeah. secure shell.
1: What's the H for again? It's secure shell. secure shell. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Secure shell. Yeah. yeah.
0: So like basically the idea is that you're able to securely just remote into the command line yeah. of the PC, it's very, like, for, um, in terms of like, for admin purposes, it's great because it means you don't actually have to be on the, you don't even have to really be on site No, uh, with it. You can just, as long as you're on the same network, you can actually just um, uh, remotely access it, and it's very, very useful for being able to move around different systems, but it's more common to see it done with, um, with uh, Linux. You can actually install uh, libraries and stuff like that. For uh, for Windows, but uh, using remote desktop protocols tends to be m- much more popular. That way, you get to have the whole uh, gu- uh, graphic user interface. Yeah, uh, exactly. To play with well, exactly. Exactly.
1: So. And the same principle applies here, but the difference is you don't have to be over internet. You just plug directly into the USB, yep. and it works that way. You go into your local. So you oh, that's car- nice. That's to, so cool. Yeah. So I'm because I, I I got a Raspberry Pi Zero. Just randomly because what's it? The pie hut we're selling them for like a tenner over Christmas. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, I need this, and I didn't need it, but <laughs> it's just fun to carry around a, a Linux system, just you know, to mess with. When you don't want to yeah. install a, a VM, so yeah, you just remote into it. It's pretty cool. Um, and I think I want to. We're going to take a break there to let sure. everyone's brain kind of chill out after that heavy nerd talk, because this is nerd yeah. to no basis after all. And uh, sometimes we like to talk about really technical, nerdy, you know what. So mm-hmm. we're, we're going to take a break, and when we get back, uh, a whole bunch more here on Nerd to Know Basis of Phoenix 92.5 FM. Okay, so you're listening to the podcast and you're wondering, well, what if I want to listen live and I'm not in Ireland? Well, don't worry. Go over to www.nerdtoknomedia.com. On the webpage at the bottom, there is a link to the Phoenix FM stream. Check out the details of the show you want to listen to and you'll be able to catch us live. Don't forget to tweet in nerd2, the number 2, no 92.5. Or of course, you can contact us via the contact tab on the website over on nerdtono knowmediacom
0: Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Centre, this is Phoenix FM.
1: And we're back, guys, uh, after that quick break. So, Bryn, I saw a movie last night. It was very good. Very good. Uh, very interesting. So, I don't know how I feel about it. I, like, I wrote the review, so I know how I feel about it. But I'm still kind of, you know, that point where you're watching a movie and you're like, what did I actually think about it? It was mm. the new uh, Christian Bale movie called uh, Vice. Oh, cool. So, it tells the story of Dick Cheney's rise to power and the whole post nine eleven thing yeah uh, it's done by the director of the big short step brothers yep. uh anchorman all that kind of stuff so you know if you like the big short you'll like this it has the same kind of uh tone oh. to it sweet
0: yeah i'll check that out. it's good like it is like good but the big thing short is, yeah, yeah. the big, the big great. short is like the one of the best films of this decade but in my opinion it's not as good as the big short
1: yeah. Not by a long shot. Like, it's weird, though, because uh, it's pretty much the same cast of The Big shorter, is not That's so strange. Steve Carell plays Donald Rumsfeld, right? <laughs> oh, wow, awesome. No. no, no, no. The makeup and hair is so good in this movie at certain points that you forget that you're watching the actors. Steve Carell. Yeah, yeah, Steve Carell awesome. you like you know Steve Carell but then he does the mannerisms Donner, and you're like oh my god that's Donald Yeah.
0: but I mean like, Steve Carell's always had this reputation for being a character performer he's great
1: and oh, Tyler Perry's I, in it he plays um Colin Pell and it's like wow he looks exactly like Colin Pell it's scary that's kind of awesome it is it's great and he plays a really good part like Tyler Perry in a ser- serious roles it's just like wow they come out of nowhere you're not expecting them to be as good as the air, yeah. and you're like wow it's that's like,
0: fantastic do you remember when uh, McConaughey decided to act again and you're like yeah I forgot you could act. (laughs) Actually, (laughs) that happened with Amy Adams for me in this movie.
1: I'm like, oh, my God, Amy Adams, you're fucking great. You know, (laughs) like she's so she is like the heart of the movie. And yeah, like from watching so much, like obviously she's great in Arrival. But for the past couple of years I've been watching her as, you know, discount Lois Lane. I was like, oh, wow, you're actually a phenomenal actress. Yeah. I forgot you could do this. Uh, it, it's a, a very good so all across the board like character wise uh, the, the story is really gripping and engaging however and this is a big big one for me there were two major criticisms I had in this one right so the first one was the pacing is all over the place
0: yeah uh, like it's that's, all that's over that's my the place peeve
1: and the thing about it is because it jumps back and forward so you're like okay right so once you get that it's fine and it's it, it's like it's the first part of three stories, right? So for me to understand this, you can't just go, you know, Bush bad, you know, Obama good, Trump bad. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah. It, that's too simplistic. So while it doesn't come off like that, because you're missing the rest of the story, yeah. it comes off, you know, as a, what did he call it? liberal bait bashing or something like that you know where it's, it's very liberal you know and it actually it's so bad at the end of the movie they actually lampshade it they uh, do like this mid skit where it's like hey there's one thing that bothered me about this movie it comes off very liberal and then this guy stands up and he's just like oh you know you're a redneck what do you know it was all about facts and then they have like a little fight and it, yeah. it's made a joke out of right because there are points where you're like it does kind of feel like that but it's all facts yeah yeah and but the thing about it is it's like because they're missing the rest of the story so yeah during this time bush was horrific mm. and the stuff that change it was horrific and they do but they make him very sympathetic as well which is crazy like i didn't realize all this stuff was happening to his family where his daughter was a lesbian and yeah. all this kind of stuff i was like wow well, i had no idea about this you know um mm. I you why he does it, it's a, it's a, it's a really good. Christian Bell is a great actor, obviously, and yeah. you know the way he acts in this movie is very very good. But I for me, I think this is like the part one of a story. Part two would probably be the Big Short, right? Yeah. And part three is a movie that isn't made yet, and that movie <laughs> would be you know Snowden would be the only thing that would fit in there, where it kind of goes through the crimes of Obama yeah. and how he extended the stuff that that cheney did into leading up into into trump yeah and it's like that doesn't exist so because there's not a true line you're just sitting here going this is very one-sided but it's all exact it's all 100 true you yeah. know <laughs> so it really comes off very unbalanced and uh, it's because the balance isn't there so for anyone who's concerned about that you know watch the big short after it or watch snowden yeah. And that gives you a very clear picture of America post 9-11, which I I respect what 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 they did. It's a great movie. But mm. you're reading reviews and they're very mixed and it's because of these issues. People are like, it's very unbalanced. It's, uh, it's all over the place. I'm like, yeah, because it's not a full story. It's part one of the rest of the story, which the big short kind of falls yeah, in the middle. But it's
0: also like the, for like... American for American culture, it's like 9 11 was just such a major like before 9 11, but people like the big event in American history people talked about was Pearl Harbor, yeah, you know. And 9 11 is that moment for people, and like that moment now. And like, I mean, the like, I mean, the like the dust, um. Like, the dust is settled enough now that we can kind of look at it nearly 20 years later. I say that, man,
1: like, like, there is a part in the movie when they show 9-11. Yeah. And it starts off, obviously, with what happened in 9-11 and that, right? Still, when they show it, it's still really eerie. Yeah. Because you remember, like, we grew up
0: in the shadow of 9-11. I
1: remember being in school when that happened.
0: Yeah. I remember coming home from school and seeing the second tower fall.
1: Wow. Well, yeah, I was in English class and we were told and we got to go home and you know, yeah. it was just kind of you know, I remember when that happened, it was the, I remember like it was yesterday. Yeah. But it was crazy because like the whole but that whole time period, you know, yeah. I remember like it was yesterday. Sorry for interrupting you. Yeah.
0: But like, I mean, I think especially when you look at um when you look at how America responded to it Overall, like this is and this isn't me bashing any one person or any one administration or any, you know, this is just like the overall picture. Mm. The response was exceptionally poor in almost every measurable way. Um, but they're like, first of all, the attack itself did massive damage to uh, did massive damage to the American market mm. straight away. It also meant that um, that the internal resources they had for the CIA and the FBI were stretched thinner than they ever were. Yeah. Um, like one of the things that I really wish I could remember where we said, but um, the um, the the resources that were in place to combat white collar crime were put straight into counterterrorism. Yeah and and see that that's what look i mean what it, happened from 2002 yeah to like to 20 2008 yeah and that, what you do you can, see yeah you the can see biggest the biggest period of,
1: of white, white collar crime, crime. Yeah. in the history of the world and that's what i mean like that's exactly what i'm trying to say to you that's yeah. the problem with this movie they sell it as a full story when it's not like the big yeah. short is the second part of this story Oh totally! And the third part of it is an Obama movie that isn't made yet, that yep. Snowden kind of touches on. And if yeah, if, if they I think... if they present it in that way, it's like, well, okay, cool. This is a really good movie of the mm. power of the U.S. state
0: being expanded way more than it should be. Yeah. Uh, after, but it's also pro- you could crisis. frame it easily as like the um, like. You, there's, a, there's a I just have this idea of like this crazy box set series where like. You would have like your Reagan era film, then your Bush senior level era film, then your Clinton era. This would be your uh, this would be your W. Bush era film. Mm. Big Short covers the period at the end of uh, of Bush and beginning of Obama. Then you have another film before Snowden, and then you have Snowden, yeah. and then you would have a Trump film. Yeah, and that's basically and that entire series would just be called the decline of the American Empire. Yeah,
1: well, see, that that already exists, is. but it exists in, you know, quote-unquote conspiracy world where, well, you know, those, I mean, those movies also, exist for Infowars and Alex Jones and stuff, but,
0: but it's, really take it's also, those like, very measurable. I mean, the, like, America, like, a, a lot of, like, America's greatness by the time Reagan got into power, regardless of whether it was his fault or not. By the time he got into power, a lot of the greatness was starting to waver and shake. Yeah, and you know, by the time that Reagan ended, their biggest mortal enemy, so to speak, for the guts of fifty years, was defeated. Hmm. And hmm. you know, it was left like Bush, uh, uh, Bush Senior, with a, with a hell of a task of going. How do I gallop nice people to hate some to? move on to a new enemy or onto new enemies and that's where the war on drugs came from
1: yeah and you the know? the censorship of media and the war on the war on, yeah. the war on what was it the war on crime
0: the war on poverty it's like yeah which you know, are all like the motif of uh mussolini yeah which is really interesting yeah you know and like you just see like stuff like that happen like this whole, like crazy cycle of just and like by the way i'm not saying that like because it's like Mussolini, that's fascist. No, it's just like it's like authoritarians behaving like authoritarians is what it is. You yeah, know, look,
1: like, the, you know, fascism is a totalitarianism. Communism yeah. is a totalitarianism. Yeah. Uh, corrupt democracy can also be a totalitarianism, and that's yeah. kind of what this movie touches on as well. Where you know Cheney expanded out the loosest definitions of what's inside the U.S. Constitution to the point of it broke. Then nine yep. eleven happened, and the Patriot came in, and everything was expanded. It to the point now where, under under uh, under Obama, like more executive orders were passed than than anyone, yep. and constant war through all his pre- presidency. Yep. And then Trump's there, and people are like, "How did this happen?" And that's what I mean. You know, it's like it's a very complex issue of how this happened.
0: Yeah. And well, I, I mean, the constant like. Um, the concept through line for this is just like, I mean, there's just always like an undertow of bringing the next thing forward. And yeah. like, I mean, with, um, with Trump, I'll give him credit. I thought he would have been impeached by now. Yeah. Um, I cannot wait for the film that goes through, <laughs> that goes through but his, see, uh, my, his presidency. Cause man, that's going to be interesting.
1: But my fear on this is, it's like, yeah, a Trump film needs to be made, but an Obama a series of Obama films need to be made first. Yeah. I and think, I don't think uh, they will be because yeah. for some reason he gets a pass and I don't understand how. Um, well, Clinton also got a pass. Yeah, actually, that's something uh, also that's 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 very clear in the know, movie. He Clinton gets, got impeached and got a pass. Like, <laughs> it's like, how did you, you get know? a pass? Hil- oh, I will say, though, in the film, um, Hillary takes a bit of a beating, though. Yeah. You know, they do kind of, they make it clear that she opposed gay marriage and that she's a yeah. flip-flopper and it's like, well... You know, at least that's fair. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, but yeah, you're right. Actually, Clinton gets a complete pass in that movie.
0: Well, yeah, but like, I mean, completely. Yeah. I mean, like Clinton, but you see, the thing is, as well, is that like the common denominator between uh, Obama and Clinton is that both of them had charisma, yeah, and buckets of it. Yeah, true. And, you know, if there's one thing that if there's one thing that America loves, it's charisma. Look at Charlie Sheen. Yeah, that's like a, that's a good point. Char- Charlie Sheen if he had no money, would be in prison for murder. Yeah. Uh, for yeah. murder. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's, That's a true.
0: fact. Yeah. Like if Charlie Sheen was called Char- uh, Charlie O'Shea, <laughs> you know, and was working, uh, was working in an IHOP and he shot, he attempted to kill his girlfriend. He'd be in prison. Like, but not Charlie Sheen, but not Charlie Sheen. Cause Charlie Sheen is a Sheen and he has money.
1: Like, but anyway, to, to tie this up in a bow, if, anyone, if, you're, if you're looking to see a movie this weekend, um, check out... Or I think it's out next weekend. Yeah, it's yeah. out next weekend. Check out Vice. It's a very, very good watch and a very thought-provoking watch. But, you know, do some reading uh, w- mm. or even watch some YouTube videos and kind of get a bit informed with yeah. everything else. Because, you know, I, when I was walking out, because it was a press screening, so there was loads of different people from loads of different outlets there, a lot of people did not like it for the reasons that we outlined and I was listening to them and usually I don't, you know listen yeah. to what other people say but it's like well wow, this is this is going to be one of those movies that um is going to be divisive not yeah. politically i mean just people some people like it and some people won't and yeah, yeah when i'm reading the reviews today i was like yeah okay this is exactly what i thought was going to happen you know
0: yeah. well there's i think there's also that thing as well now where i think i think especially because of stuff like um because of bre- stuff like brexit there is a real push for people to be like i want something to be honest but i also wanted to be like well like i wanted to have like i wanted to have balanced information in it i don't want it to just be like on one side yeah yeah i like i mean like just like cherry picked on one in favor of one side yeah you know? like to be fair you know because and this- like i can't speak for the film i haven't seen it yeah
1: but- like you know, like, burn with it. Like I, I'd be the same. You know, I like to kind of stick in the middle of the road kind of things. You know me, man. I'm, I'm a yeah. hardcore libertarian, so, um, yeah. you know, I'm right in the middle. Um, yeah. and I was just okay. Well, I can see where this is coming from, but then I can also see exactly where people are going to be upset by this, and that's what happened. It was just like, oh, okay, they walked themselves into a minefield there, and it opens with another question: so Was this too early to do a movie like this?
0: Um. Well, you know, because these people think, are all still alive, think, which is. I think it's the. I think it's the earliest it could have been done in the sense that like it's been, um, in, in the sense that it's been about we're coming up on what like ten eight, years. Well, 18, eighteen years since nine uh, eleven. Yeah, but like ten years since like Cheney would have been in the office. Yeah, you know. So like it's, I mean. I think it's the earliest that could have been done, but it probably like I mean I I think with biopics they kind of have to be a bit careful about yeah. when they they come out because they're not they're like they're not exactly like they're it's not documentary. You yeah,
1: know? and they make it clear at the beginning it has like a little title crawl saying, "Hey, look, we did the best we could." Mm. Cheney's really secretive. We did our best, you know. And it's like well, that's fair, and I'd say, look there's a lot of worse movies you could watch um i've set through a bunch of them and it's it, it is what it is yeah um splits coming out this year uh this week as well looking forward. let's well, start not split glass yeah which is a sequel to split looking forward to it what yeah. do you think of that
0: yeah i mean the trailer once they set they showed that they're gonna have david dunn i was just like <gasps> i love this <laughs> And sarah yeah.
1: paulson i'm like i have to, love sarah yeah. paulson so but it's like
0: the, the fact that it's like uh, Bruce Willis' character from Breakables in it is like... Oh, yeah, classed, yeah,
1: of course, man. Well, you know? they set that up in, in Glass. no in, yeah. Sorry, I'm getting horribly confused. They set that up in Split. Yep. You know,
0: it's like, it is a... a it ties it all together, so I'm... yeah you know, I'm so excited for it. that, because like... I mean, on Breakable, I watched it the weekend, actually, with uh, with my girlfriend, because she hadn't seen it, and like... Oh, uh, great movie. It, it, it's still... Like, in my opinion, it's the best film he's ever made. Um and yeah. probably yeah. won't ever make even like I'm mean, looking forward to it, but I'm also like it's not gonna be as good as Unbreakable because Unbreakable's awesome.
1: Yeah, but Unbreakable's no, such a slow burn. That's the thing. Yeah. Like yeah. you don't expect it to be anyway as good as it is. And then it is and you're like, oh wow, well, okay. We're yeah in, it's
0: just so satisfying by the time he gets to the end of the film
1: uh great um, movie one of samuel Jackson's best performances as well which is great it's one of bruce willis's best performances that's like, true because it's super understated
0: yeah Ex- which yeah. is like it's the one thing that shy does a lot with his with actors is that he does get them to give really understated performances hmm. most like okay over the course of his career most of the time it hasn't worked um <laughs> you know what the village the village is a movie worth reconsidering i think yeah uh because it, do, it you know. even with adding the village most of his films <laughs> are still like not great yeah i i to this i do not know how he did it but he managed to make will smith not charismatic and that's like that's an achievement to itself like uh w- watching a film where you go marlon wayne wayne's can act it's a surprise here. He can <laughs> actually <a> act. <laughs> actually,
1: speak, speaking of which, um, I have to give a shout out to um, Scream,
0: the Netflix yeah. series. Oh, very- yeah, have you, I didn't even realize
1: it was on. I thought it was just the MTV series. Well, no, I don't know if it's on MTV or not, but uh, I, I caught on Netflix. They hmm. managed to make Scream, the concept of it, into a really engaging TV show that's cool so you know I, I was give that a watch man that's pretty good uh, you yeah. just mentioned a way in scary movie you know I'm like oh, Scream <laughs> yeah it's very fun um, yeah. uh, has a lot of the Sabrina problems though
0: oh where character development just doesn't matter
1: well see they lampshade it all that's the thing because it's a uh, it's a parody yeah you know so like well, they, they have the that can get tiring really quickly <sighs> it, it it doesn't though that's the thing it's actually quite good like, the way mm. they do it, so they lampshade it with, like, they have the brains, they have yeah. the nerdy kind of, nerdy uh, girl, you know, then they have the kind of butch girl who's, you know, in love with the nerdy girl, and then they have the, the boy who's kind of timid, but then finds the, you know, it's all that kind of stuff, but then they start dying, and it's like, yeah. oh, well, okay, so they're setting us up now in a different way to kind of subvert expectations, so it yeah. does have a lot of the Sabrina problems, but the way they get around it is because they're like, hey, we know this is silly, We're trying to make it silly, so chill
0: out. (laughs) Kind of like that knowing thing. Yeah,
1: exactly. So it it is, you know, talking about lampshading movies. Oh, by the way, for anyone who doesn't know what lampshading is, lampshading is a a term where... It's basically
0: shining a light on... Yeah,
1: they're like, hey, we know this is silly, but, you know, a, a wink and a nod and then
0: yeah like uh, the one one film that kind of do, uh did that a good bit and people loved it but i don't know for me i i wasn't a big fan of it was uh cabin in the woods i just felt like they just they tipped that hat at one or two times too many for me and i just yeah. went like okay this is like like, like i know that you're trying to like be satirical but this is like over like overly on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> like it's you know, I don't know, I just felt like um you know again like Scream I felt like was I felt like it was such a good uh balance between trying being an homage to the films that it loved and also being on the nose about being aware of it. Whereas Kevin in the Woods is like, oh aren't I on the nose? Here's the here's cl- here's me clearly saying as a character in the normal dialogue a a standard trope. Da-da! like <laughs> yeah uh, it's it's
1: not that bad but it, it is
0: yeah. it it does kind of yeah tie i'm in kind of over inflating it but you know
1: I, don't, I would have to say it does have the funniest hacking character in the world though like yeah. it's not as bad as like cis or whatever where you yeah. know you know they're, I'll, I'll splice in the the csi clip that i'm talking to you know the one that I'm talking about weird was like <laughs> yeah. i just got through the firewall let me put up uh an interface gooey and all that kind of stuff—it's ridiculous. It means absolutely nothing. But um, yeah. it, it, there's a whole character where that's his his little gimmick. And yeah, it's 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 hilarious. But you know that's a that's a good thing to watch on Netflix. And um, it's gonna be my uh, my shoe of the week. Uh, <laughs> you know to watch. Yeah. Oh. But uh, Bryn, I tell you, you know it's weird. Every time we start the show, it's like we're almost ready to to finish it. You know, right? We're coming up now to the last five minutes and. It's the fastest show. It's, it's the fastest it, hour of the week. It's the fastest hour of the week. It really is. Uh, you, know, and like, you know, we, we literally just, we, we have a list of topics, guys, but we just sit and and shoot the you-know-what. So if you guys yeah. if you guys have anything that you want us to talk about, let us know, yeah. uh, because there is a lot uh, yeah. to get through with, with certain things. But
0: We we try making our own notes, but that just goes out of the window once uh, one of us goes on a tangent, and that's the show over. <laughs> that's like, what
1: happened. happened. That's what happened today. You know?
0: yeah absolutely i did not really i did not wake up this morning and go you know what i want to talk about i want to talk about the about uh, about post 9 11 america (laughs) i do not want to do that today but that happened
1: well you know the folks got (laughs) linux they got to find out about post 9 11 america it's all a good time so (laughs)
0: yeah it's all a fun time what an hour (laughs) what (laughs) an hour don't worry guys
1: next week we'll keep it the superheroes okay
0: that, that's like that's not gonna happen <laughs> like like guys send us in your notes and then we can use them and then we could go no no they brought they gave us things to talk about we have to do it so anyway i was having a cheese sandwich oh i love cheese and,
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> did you know that cheese was invented <laughs> <laughs> oh no but seriously because if you want to contact us there's uh, a bunch of ways to do it yeah. so you can read- tell
0: us your favourite
1: cheese. yeah so <laughs> what did you think about post nine eleven 11 America <laughs> 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 um, oh. at Brin so at cast <laughs> underscore Brin
0: cast underscore cast that's the one that's yes the one. so uh, anyway um
1: yeah if you want to read i us want to know your
0: favorite cheese <laughs> and what you thought of post 9 america
1: <laughs> oh man what, what a weird combination so this is <laughs> the best way for you guys to reach us is to go over to www.nerd to um and that will give you our beautiful website with links to geeks of the industry with links to our twitch show our yeah. archives itunes spotify the whole bunch and then you can contact us directly there by clicking on the contact button and that will open up your uh, Gmail account or, or if you can just email us directly nerd2no pfm at gmail.com if you don't want to do that and rather go through to Twitter it's at nerd2 the number 2 no 92.5 and uh, yeah they're the best way to reach us or on Facebook there's no excuse not to get involved Bryn before we finish up this Truly bizarre edition of Nerd to Know basis. What would you like to plug?
0: Um, cheese Louise. Uh, you kind of ran through most of the plugs there, so I have no idea what I want to plug. Right on. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Get up onto. It's great. We I love like. li-
1: we love Linux. We love two things here: cheese
0: and uh, cheese and Linux. Yeah. So. And and like politics from a decade ago <laughs> apparently <laughs> like, it, it's
1: just you know listen if i could go back to one time it would be 2002 till about 2007 and i just yeah. loop a bandersnatch style there forever that's one thing we didn't talk about we'll talk yep. about it next week yeah. um but until then guys um my twitter is at darry wv of course uh brin's twitter if you want to add him is yep. at cast underscore brin underscore cast so until next week guys i've been Daryl connor he's been brin o'rourke this is nerd to know basis on phoenix 92.5 fm we'll talk to you
0: then bye